there is a bone in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bone in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Sometimes I feel discouraged and think my work's in Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God. To God, my exceeding joy, I will praise you with a lyre, O God, my God. Why are you downcast, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Psalm 43 in the ESV. Hello, and welcome to the Balm and Gilead podcast. My name is Justin Ray, and I'm joined by my great friends, Grant Baker Hello. And Brian Emerson. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello. Did you just say the bomb in Gilead? Because hey, that, I mean, the southern accent, you know. I know. It sounded great. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I need an interpreter sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. We we actually thought about getting the domain name of thebalm.com, but it was taken. Yeah, it was very, yeah. Thebalm.com yeah. would have been amazing. But yeah, somebody already beat us to yeah. it. Yeah. <sighs> So, what's going on, guys? <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> my parents just got here, uh, so you might hear some nice. uh, excitement going on in the background. Uh, the Dodgers um, have a very a long shot of winning the division, um, as the Giants just lost tonight. And if they can lose again tomorrow to the Padres and the Dodgers can win, then there would be a one-game playoff for the Western Division title mm. in San Francisco. So my Dodgers nice. in, in search of their second title, this is probably not of any interest to anyone uh, listening. But um, yeah, honk if you're a Dodger fan, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to uh, to see three and a half innings of a Cardinals game. The cards. Yeah, okay. Uh, I that was, saw a picture somewhere. It uh, might have been on Not The Bee Social yeah. or... It was, it was on Not The Bee, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I periodically run through there and like all your posts. Yeah, I had like this huge wave of like 20 likes from everyone. Nice. At everyone, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not all of the people there, just the one, just the one at everyone. I am everyone. I speak for everyone yes. anyway. <laughs> That's true. It's a lot of power. And uh, so, so our, our kids made it to three and a half innings. And as soon as we got up and left, uh, the Cardinals hit a home run. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they've won 17 yeah. games. Well, they had won 17 in a row. But um, we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, if they're playing the Dodgers in the NL wild card game, I mean, they're going down. It's oh man! They cannot oh. stand up to the skirts, the skirtser, the skirtso. Uh, we'll see. I wish I would throw so. Kershaw. <gasps> well, Kershaw just got injured. Unfortunately, oh, it's kind so of a sad see? story. I really would yeah. like you to throw him. <laughs> 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 we could have a real. LA I wish I knew more about sports. Dodgers versus Cardinals thing going on in this show, uh, Brian. Between, I mean, this could be, and Atlanta's in it too. So, I mean. The three of us, all National League teams, we'll see which one of us uh, makes it through to the World Series. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm also uh, the Red Sox fan. Yeah, I'm a Cardinals uh, well, fan. you did live in Boston. I did. And you're a Cardinals fan? Oh, no yeah, way. Okay, yeah. well. 
coldest 11 months of my life. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, I love Boston, uh, but I did not have to live there. Did you visit in the fall? Yes, of course. <laughs> I have been to Boston. So you can't in the sing fall. the song. I cannot sing the song. Yeah, so you longer. <laughs> no. Uh, Only Justin. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, beyond this, uh, we do have a little bit of follow up, um, mostly yes, coming from the Slack. Uh, and if you want to join us on Slack, you can just send an email to there is at balmcast.com and we'll send you a link. Uh, you can also join us on the Sound and Worship Facebook page. Uh, check that out uh, for sure. Uh, and that's on facebook.com. Um, you can sign up for an account there, then search for the group Sound and Worship. Anyway, uh, be your friends. Yeah, you, can also find, you can also find me uh, on uh, Not the Bee. I am at Jimerson. We also have at everyone. That's and me. at Justin underscore SIW. One of the newest members yes. of Not the Bee. So we're all there. Make him feel we're all welcome. there now. <laughs> Uh, so yes, the first absolutely. point of follow-up is for you, Brian. Uh, there was a question from yes. our uh, beloved listener, Brad, on Slack, who asked, uh, how on earth could Brian not like King's Kaleidoscope? Uh, do you have a rejoinder? Pretty sure he typed it in all caps, didn't he? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have I think it, it, was in the, it, was, it was in the spirit. It was in the spirit of all caps, at least. It, I mean, it I definitely like was. was, it, was it was very, very forceful, I would say, yes. Yes, he was like, "What? What do you mean you don't like King's Kaleidoscope?" I was like, "Well, well, well, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, uh, let me backpedal. Like, let me, you know, circle back around to that one." Um, so, no, I did. Uh, I, I did want to say, uh, I am not a fan of King's Kaleidoscope in the realm of church music. I did want to make that uh, that clear. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't love all of their music uh, in general uh i like a lot of it there are some songs that i liked a whole lot but especially when i was listening through it in terms of church music worship music it is absolutely not uh i don't think it's appropriate for church music it's it's very uh productiony it's very much about the show about the sound about sounding really really cool and it does sound really really cool i did want to say that but um, that is what I meant that in, uh, in reference to church music, worship music, which is what we're going to be talking about. Um, wasn't a huge fan. King's Kaleidoscope. is good. That's fair. You know, there's a lot of music these days, uh, that is, um, so-called worship music that I actually enjoy, but not in a worship context. Um, in fact, probably mo- most of it, but, um, Hey, you know, my, uh, the worship leader at our church, they just did a series at one of the local, um, pubs here in town and, uh, I didn't get to go, but it was great. You know, you know, that was great that they went and did that. I think, I mean, it wasn't like putting on a worship service or anything there. It was just playing some music. And uh, I, I guess that's one of the points of the podcast is, hey, look, you know, this can still be good music, even though, yeah. you know, we probably, we, we should not be singing it in church. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is why we have the distinction between type one and type two and even type three music is there's a place for, there's a place for a lot of it. And you can, you know, you can be singing music that is meant to be worshipful between you and God, and you can sing it in that public context. Um, but yeah, it's when you get into that corporate, especially in the Sunday morning, Lord's day church body of believers gathering together to worship God together, that things get a little, um, it gets a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, um, the next point of follow-up is on the newsboys. Uh, so release radar, uh, last time gave me the song clean by newsboys, which I, uh, described as liking. And I still do. I just listened to it briefly, uh, kind of like skated over just to make sure I still really did. And yeah, I, I do like it. Um, but then the new song on my release radar today was their song stand because it's all in caps. Oh, wow. So, yeah. um, yeah. And it sounds like nineties Phillips, Craig and Dean made for AC, you know, uh, Music. Um, it would definitely be played on WRMB, West Palm Beach, 
rather than Way FM uh, in West Palm Beach. Uh, if any of you live in that area and are familiar with those radio stations, you'll know what I mean. Crickets. Crickets. Can somebody please put the crickets in there? <laughs> yeah. We, unfortunately, we're not on Daudio tonight. Daudio. We're on, we're on Google, Google Duo. Daudio. Uh, we'll probably migrate back there at some point in time, yeah. whenever Justin says it's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's, uh, it's a fine service as it stands now, and it you, you get... You you get a lot more than you pay for. I, I will say. say, <laughs> say you, you at least get what you pay for. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually currently recording on Dadio, just not not the uh, Dadio party. Yeah. So I'm using it, using it right now. Dadio, nice, sweet. Um, I should do that they, too. They are a corporate sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Big time. Yes, they are. Um. So we, yeah, those sweet sweet advertising dollars flooding in. Yes, Ball and Gilead podcast. Probably, so, yeah. yeah uh, anyway, we should, moni- we should monetize. We should we should get around to doing that. <laughs> that we can get all all of the dollars in one spot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, go on. Dollars do separate into cents, so that's that's fortunate because we'll need to we'll need to know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so anyway, we also had one more point of follow up. Uh, faithful listener to the show, Spencer Parsons, uh, explains a little bit more. We talked about his track. Proverbs 10, I believe. And he explained a little bit more about the project on the Slack and kind of the idea is really to do something similar to Andrew Huang's uh, producers flip the same sample series. And also Jordan Feliz's Witness, the remixes EP, which I know a lot about because my kids love the river or whatever that song is <laughs> down to the river I will say I do like yeah. the neon feather remix of that song a lot better than the original well not a lot better but it, definitely better than the original it we listen to it a lot anyway the goal is like taking one track sending it to different producers to reimagine different chord progressions and instrumentation different EDM genres right and then uh, his plan is really to split Proverbs 10 into seven different EPs and then have like the original of each one, but then like a couple of alternate versions to uh, send it off to some producers for them to play with a little bit. So excited to see how that project develops for sure. And um, we'll keep you updated here on the Balm and Gilead. Sounds good. Say, so what are we listening to? Yeah. So for myself, I am listening to, it's kind of random this week, but uh, for some reason, Apple, like I started using Apple Music because, you know, I have it and it works well. But uh, Fernando Ortega, Our Great God, it's not a new song by any means. It's a good one. Uh, and I particularly like the version from the album Storm. There's, I think there's a couple versions out there and they're all good, but uh, the guitar playing in that song was really good and I like stuff that's mixed really well, and that one really, really is. It could be a good corporate worship song, too. Um, I'm sure there's variations for all sorts of instruments. And uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. So also, I've been been toying around with the melody for Thy Way, Not Mine, O Lord. And there may be a sound and worship version of that one coming out sometime. Um, So I've been listening to that. I just threw a MIDI and Pro Tools and let it play on repeat while I'm working. So getting that in my head. Uh, Also another weird one, especially a weird name, Emu Music. Uh, They have a couple of songs that I really like. Uh, We Are One is a really good song about the body of Christ and being one and bearing each other's burdens and and stuff like that. Um, I was tasked to look for a discipleship song, and that is a really hard topic to find, uh, but that one was close. And uh, Who Is Like You by EB Music is a really, really good song. And just like in our follow-up, I checked out Spencer's EDM in our Slack channel, and that was really good, Spencer. I really enjoyed that. And uh, hey, if if you want to send one of those versions over, I'll mess around with it. And I I would love to experiment with that. So let me know. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, 
I've not been really listening to anything new. Uh, lately, I've been listening to uh, mostly the my Jimerson 100 uh, playlist, and we'll, I'll try to get that linked in here. I did some edits to it, uh, added a lot of the uh, Mars Hill stuff into it, took out some other things. But uh, I had a whole slew of stuff hit my release radar uh, yesterday. So I just wanted to, I've listened to some of it, not all of it. Uh, just wanted to kind of talk about that. Uh, Caroline Cobb, um, she released an album. She had been kind of releasing some of the tracks here and there over the last month or so. And uh, I listened to the whole album. It's really, really, really good. Um, musically, I, I would say it's, it's definitely like in the adult contemporary genre a uh, little more acoustic and folksy, but um, it's it's a lot uh, it's a lot more tame than a lot of the Mars Hill stuff that I've been listening to as well. So uh, it's somewhat some might say boring, but uh, I don't I don't say boring. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, but the lyrics of her music are fantastic. I, I really really have enjoyed listening to her lyrics. Uh, she she gets it and uh and I'm I am a I'm a fan. Um, John Foreman released a kind of a studio live uh, album of several of his tracks off of his off of all three of his projects. Um, I have not had a chance to listen through all of it. I listened through Jesus. I had my doubts uh, a week or so ago, um, but I do look forward to listening to that. Uh, Citizens released a live album. I uh, listened through that one, and it was really good as well. Um, uh, again, Newsboys hit my feed as well. I haven't listened to that one, um, though I'm interested in listening to, to that one just because when I think of Newsboys, I, I, I think of like the Furler days. Um, so I yeah, back when her clever lyrics, to. good catchy uh, rhythms yes. and and songs. Yeah, I remember those days fondly back, too. This is not that. But yeah, back back before they were a cover band. Ah, wow. Yeah, before they yes. had to borrow DC Talks yes. uh, lead singer because all the yes. other ones um, left. Yeah, it was. Hey, they're anyway. still well. One of them left. Left. They're still entertaining angels. So. Yeah, they are. Step right on up to the microphone yeah, there, are. Justin. Yeah. That they are. Um, so a couple of these other ones are just kind of single songs that got released. Uh, Wendell Kimbrough uh, released a single, Psalm 133, with uh, Sandra McCracken. Uh, uh, Wilder Atkins is another one that's been releasing stuff uh, that's been really interesting. Multiple people have said that Wilder Atkins sounds like me, or rather I sound like him. I don't hear it. But uh, Renee played one of his songs, and my kids are like, "Oh, is that oh. Daddy?" So apparently, there's a thing. <laughs> so Wilder Atkins, um, write in and tell us if that's true. Write in, <laughs> yes. The other two, uh, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, released a song, and Julian Edwards released a song. Uh, just kind of throwing this out there as kind of, just kind of initial thoughts. Uh, Ellie Holcomb recently said a whole lot of woke stuff, which is really disappointing. Uh-huh. Uh, is so sad. I haven't followed up with that. Uh, but also Jillian Edwards, all of her music that she's been releasing lately has been very, very Jesus is my boyfriend. And it's just, it's not been, it's not been as good. So wow, wow, wow. They have nice voices though. I'll tell you that. They do. They do. They have really nice voices. Well, uh, I guess that brings us to moi. Uh, what have I been listening to? Um, so top since last time we checked in here, uh, Crown and Covenant 51, 51 songs I've listened to them, uh, or well, Scrabbles, you know, on last FM. Um, some Bach. Uh, my son has been listening to more C418, um, or C400. I don't know what they say. Uh, apparently been listening to some Hans Simmer, uh, Ola Jansen. Man, uh, Brad and I uh, kind of were talking a little bit on the Slack. Uh, we're both really big fans of this guy. Um, seriously, uh, very talented. Um, two more that I really kind of wanted to point out were um, a... I'm not even sure. Like I remember this guy from back in the day, 
And um, I don't know where I first heard of him, but uh, his name is Jace Vec. Uh, not very well known at all, um, but uh, very talented. Released like an album or two. I, at least two, because I remember uh, some of my favorite songs are on two different albums. Um, but he hasn't really been active lately, but still really good music. Um, and then finally, uh, The Swingles, which I don't know if y'all have been in various choral groups where you've sang songs by Ward Swingle, the uh, founder. Um, and anyway, he brought a group of singers together back in the day, like the 60s, I want to say. And they put, well, maybe it was later than that. Anyway, they put music, like they had people seeing the parts for like Bach and, and whatnot as one of their first albums. And it was really, it's, they're just very, very talented. And I've been really enjoying listening to them again. Uh, since then, they've done a lot of, they, they do a lot of covers of like either classical music or the Beatles or whoever. And um, they're all winners. Anyway, as for uh, more like uh, Christian type songs, it's been a big smattering. I actually ended up last week listening to uh, Brian's uh, release Radar um, because it was way better than whatever you know stuff that Spotify gave me that week. Uh, so I would say listen to Brian's recommendations. So that's a little <laughs> what I've been well, listening to these days. Some of my release radar has been uh, is my wife's music that she's been listening to. Uh, she listens to a lot of like the more banjo, the better hymns. Uh, it's not an actual band. That's just my, my genre for it. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's, we've been getting a lot of really interesting things. <laughs> like I remember Grant was like, you listen to Bella Fleck. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> and uh and I was like, I guess that's Renee. And then I asked Renee, and she goes, I don't know who that oh, is. No. So I don't know. Something. Well, so. you were. Somebody was. Spotify yeah, was being played was. in your house somewhere. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, he's really great, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, speaking of great music and releases and things like that. So today, uh, as we record this, is October the 2nd. And in just a few short weeks, within a few short weeks, uh, there will be a new album releasing titled Philippians by Solos. It is uh, releasing to uh, the Patreons on uh, the 14th of this month, and it's releasing to everyone else on uh, the 21st. So October 21st, uh, we will be listening to Philippians. Nice. Uh, so thank you, Cody Curtis, for... Uh, making that happen and thank you to brad Anhoff for telling us can't wait so um we do have a bit of a personal update uh now uh, which is really yeah. uh brian this is this is you um this yeah, is you've had a a tough week i'd say yeah it's it's been uh it's been yeah the past two weeks for me have been really hard um and some of this is going to be part, uh, just my story. Some of this is going to be part intro to the Mars Hill stuff. So it's kind of a weird mashup. And I, and I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, to kind of lighten what has happened to, to me and my family. But at the same time, I want to explain that, uh, that the Mars Hill stuff has been really encouraging to me. Uh, just because we've, I've been listening to this music while just for research purposes really but also that i enjoy it when um uh, going through a hard time and so i kind of got to do dual things i got to listen to it for uh for research and enjoyment but also it, it would turn around and then minister to me so uh, a few weeks back uh i listened to an episode of the Alyssa children's podcast uh, she had jeremy and adrian camp as well as uh, john and Corey cooper on and what they talked about was why I still believe. Uh, so they all kind of told their stories, you know, things that, that, that was hard for them, just their, their trials in life, um, but how they stayed firm in the faith. And this is kind of in contrast to uh, the Christian artists like 
the lead singer for Hawk Nelson or uh, Marty Sampson or uh, Kevin Max, who have just kind of thrown in the towel and said, you know, we've we've had enough. Even even Dustin Kinsrew, uh, you know, we've we've had enough. We're we're walking away. Uh, and so they they're talking about why they still believe. And um, and so I wanted to I wanted to take some time and uh, and share my my personal story of why I still believe. Uh, if you go back and listen to one of our earliest episodes in memoriam, I, I, I talked about my, my daughter Kit who passed away just before she was six months old. And, uh, and so I, I, I don't want this to be that, um, but it, this is going to be a similar type of a story. Um, and so I, I announced back on the Henry Hafner episode that my wife was pregnant and, um, uh, and it was our seventh child. We found out that we were having a boy. And uh, in this past couple of weeks, uh, my wife did miscarry. And uh, it was it was pretty devastating. Um, I, I don't know. I had this kind of preconception about miscarriage and that it was hard, but not like as bad as what I went through with Kit. Um, and there's still a... a varying degrees of difference between the two, but this was, this was really rough. It was, uh, it was a lot more difficult emotionally and physically on me, especially as the father than I thought it would be. It was incredibly hard for my wife as well, but this was, it was different. It was, it was, uh, it was just shocking. It was, um, just unexpected. Um, and in, uh, uh, just, I'm, I have been without words for the past couple of weeks about this. Uh, at the 16 week appointment, uh, everything was fine. Um, we, I, we heard the heartbeat. Everything was, was great. Um, three weeks later, uh, it just, it wasn't, uh, Renee knew that something was wrong. So she went to the doctor and they couldn't find a heartbeat. Um, and, and it had, he probably passed away a day, a day or two after the 16 week. Um, and so he was fine one day and he just wasn't the next. So we don't know exactly what happened. There's a couple theories, but nothing really conclusive. Um, and quite honestly, we're probably never going to get a satisfying answer. But what we do know is that God is in control. And we know that as hard and as confusing as this is, I do know and I believe that it will work out for my good and for God's glory. Uh, in John 6, after Jesus feeds the 5,000 and walks in the water, uh, the great crowd asks Jesus for more food. They, they meet him around the other side of the lake. and They say, we, we're hungry. Jesus tells them that he could feed them again, but that they would just go hungry again. But if they wanted to be truly satisfied, they must eat his flesh and drink his blood. Uh, you know, we're blessed to have the full context of that statement. Uh, we know that he was referring to the sign and seal of the new covenant, uh, the Lord's Supper. But at that point in time, the people, they didn't, uh, they didn't know that that was something. Like that wasn't, that hadn't happened yet. Uh, all they heard was Jesus say, eat my flesh and drink my blood. They were justly horrified uh, by Jesus' words. And really hearing the horrifying words and seeing that Jesus had no intention to feed them. A lot of the people just left. And in John six verses, uh, starting in 67, it says, uh, so Jesus said to the 12, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And that is where I am. Um, you know, I, I believe and I know that Jesus is the Holy One of God, and I have nowhere else to go. Ultimately, I have seen too much uh, to want to go anywhere else. I have hope to see my daughter again and to meet my son. God is good, and I trust in him. You know, I will never understand, but his power is beyond human understanding. And... Uh, you know, kind of moving from there to, you know, how does that relate to kind of jumping into the Mars Hill? Uh, 
you know, I mentioned that I've been listening to the music uh, and we, we hinted last episode that we we're going to do a series on uh, Marshall music. And so I've been listening to uh, several of the songs. We'll actually uh, probably post the playlist of the exact songs that we're, that we've been listening to. Um, and I was listening to the playlist when I got the phone call that my son had passed away. And, uh, and I kind of want to, I want to dive into how that affected me, you know, how that helped, how that ministered to me. Uh, normally I would wait until after we've done the review of these songs to discuss and apply the findings. Um, but since this is how events have transpired, uh, this is the way that I, I think is best. Um, so I'm going to start with my personal connection to these particular songs. Uh, I do want to highlight the danger associated with uh, kind of the argument of this is my experience and you can't tell me differently. Um, and, and I'll do my best to explain my story without falling into that trap. Um, you know, also I, I I'm not going to fully dive into the lyrics of these particular songs just yet, since I do plan to do that in the next few episodes. Uh, but I am going to talk very generally about several of these songs. I'll even pull a couple of lines out to talk specifically, just not the whole song. Generally speaking, uh, these songs, all of the songs uh, in this playlist, they take a very high view of scripture Many of the songs are saturated with biblical paraphrase and exposition. Also, the full repertoire follows the psalm model well, in that there are songs of praise as well as songs of lament. Uh, as such, when these songs seek to comfort, they, they don't do it superficially, uh, but rather they point directly to Scripture. So when I say that these songs comforted me, they truly did so by expositing comforting truth straight from the scripture. Um, specifically, the song that I was listening to when I got the phone call was Oh God by Citizens. And I'm going to read verse one and the chorus of, of the song. It says, In the valley, oh God, you're near. In the quiet, oh God, you're near. In the shadow, oh God, you're near. At my breaking, Oh God, you're near. The chorus is, Oh God, you never leave my side. Your love will stand firm for all my life. And uh, I, I was listening to that song when I got the call, and I had to, I had to pause. I had to replay it, and I just sang it. I just sang it as loud as I could. Um, I, I, I prayed, you know. God, let my son still be alive. Let my son still be alive. But I, I knew that he wasn't, um, that he was in God's arms already. And, uh, and those are hard words. Those are hard words to sing whenever you know what's going on. Uh, but at the same time, they, they're so comforting. And they're comforting because they point to the promises of Scripture. They point to uh, the truth, they point not to some superficial thought to make you feel good about yourself. They, they point to the actual truth of scripture. And it's just so different, it's so different from oceans. Um, that doesn't point to any truth in scripture. It just points to something that makes you feel good about yourself. And this song does, does the opposite. Um, and, uh, and so I, I, just, I wanted to just share that. And another song um, that has really meant a lot is uh, Because Jesus Christ is Alive by the Sing Team. The, the pre-chorus specifically in that song is, so we can rejoice though we're grieved by various trials for a little while because a genuine faith under testing brings honor and glory to our great King. Um, I can't think of a better, I can't think of a better comfort. I can't think of a better word that God could have given me in that moment than, than that. It's, it's taken from, um, you know, from when Paul said, you know, this brief momentary affliction, you know, we, which to him meant from now until the rest of my life, until they kill me. Um, so while from now until the rest of my life, 
you know, I'm going to go through various trials, but it's just a little while because in comparison with eternity, you know, I'll, I'll get through this and God is there with me. And eventually I'll be in glory and I'll be with Jesus. I'll be with, uh, I'll be with Kit and, and I'll be with, with Shepherd. Uh, we were, we decided to name him Shepherd. Um, so it's going to make Renee's novel. We're changing the title to that one because uh, we, it's going to be Silas in, in the book. But uh, yeah, um, a, a couple other really good songs. One of them I've known for a long time is God is Good by the Modern Post. Uh, and, uh, and another one is Where Were You by Goshen. Where Were You is uh, kind of a story of Job. Um, and it feels like it's going to say something like, where were you, God? But instead, it's God saying, where were you when I formed the foundation of the earth? And it's just like a slap in the face of truth. But um, all of these songs have, have really, in one way or another, been able to, to help me through this. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of highlight those especially. Um, I know it's kind of awkward now for me to say, hey, this was it's been my week. Uh, how how do these songs help you guys? But I am going to, to turn that on, on to you guys now. Um, I've talked for a while. So uh, what are some of y'all, y'all's initial thoughts with these songs as well? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for sharing that, Brian. And man, we've been praying praying with y'all and mourning with y'all. And it uh, takes a lot of guts to get up here and, and talk about that. Um but I, you know, still praying and, you know, yeah, uh, it's, it's specifically about those songs too. It's like you were hitting on earlier. It's amazing how songs written to glorify God, uh, they're, they set themselves apart from those that don't. You, know, you mentioned oceans and it's just thinking about how those songs can't, they just can't even do it. Um, but honestly, just it, it's an inspiration, and it, your story is in that you're standing firm uh, with the Lord. And uh, man, I, I'm trying to put it into words, but honestly, just can't even do it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you gave us the news um, about that, I actually turn on the same songs that you said you had been listening to and just kind of like listening to them along with you kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, I need to like think more deeply. I, I, I'm before we kind of dive into the Mars Hill, I really want to dive into the lyrics of these songs. Cause it's really interesting, right? Like Mars Hill had a lot of reasons why it failed why it went downhill. And I I think one of the reason or one of the things that we want to do is not necessarily point to all the bad press that they've gotten, um, you know, specifically around the character of Mark himself, but uh, more point to like um, some of the other stuff that was around the Mars Hill that was actually, um, you know, not that, not that bad. And the music was maybe one of those. It sounds like that, was way more biblical than a lot of other stuff that has been written since or was being written at that time. Um, so I'm sure we'll explore that um, as we go uh, and, and what that means. But I think if anything right now, the songs have kind of taken on, um, taken them on through your lens really. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing them through, through your eyes, through your, uh, through what you've experienced lately. And uh, so to that end, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those to reflect on, you know, from yeah. that standpoint. Um, in the valley, oh God, you're near. In the quiet, oh God, you're near. In the shadow, oh God, you're near. Am I breaking, oh God, you're near. Um, just remembering that... Uh, no matter what, God is near. And uh, there's not anything that we're doing to change that, uh, but that it's God himself who desires to be near us 
um, to mm-hmm. tabernacle with us. And uh, that is a great comfort, especially in these kinds of times uh, where you're just completely undone, completely torn apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song "Where Were You" by Ghost Ship. That's that's been one that's been on the on our sound of worship playlist for a long time, and the uh, the emotion in that song is really accurate for. And I'm and that may maybe that's part of it too. I mean, not only the lyrics, but the emotion towards the end, especially just yeah. you know crying out to God and just and, and that story, like you said, uh, covering what Job went through and how God was, you know, telling him who he was, uh, you, you know, and that it, it's a really good song. If, if you're listening out there and you haven't heard where were you by ghost ship, that, that would be a really good one to check out. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, modern post has been the band that I followed the longest and, uh, I mean like all of their stuff, all of their stuff is just so, so solid. Um, and it, it's all been very, very helpful uh, for me. Uh, hearing more of these songs from uh, from Citizens and Ghost Ship and um, and uh, Sing Team, oh, Satisfied and You is another really good one. Uh, it's not on our playlist because we've already done a full review of that song. But um, you know these these guys they they knew the Bible like they absolutely they knew what the Bible said. They knew what the truth of scripture was. They, they were being taught it, if not from Mark, then from the other elders. You know, they were, they were learning not just these vague generalities. They were learning the actual depth of the, of the, of the truth of scripture. And they were able to, to talk about it with, uh, with such creativity in a very good way. Um, not, not that they were trying to create something new from the Bible, but just being able to relate it in such a way that, that stuck um and they were they were able to just you know turn phrases in a very good creative artistic way to to be able to exposit this truth well um this is something that i I can't i can't think of many other ministries that are putting out music like that uh, aside from say like sovereign grace the Gettys or, uh, you know, Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, but they are, but those three are more or less trying to write um, a more hymn-like music, whereas this was not. This was, you know, they were, they would have rivaled Bethel. They would have rivaled Hillsong if they had been able to kind of keep that platform, which I, I, I hate even using that kind of language. Um, just trying to kind of say things how they are. Um Ghost Ship and Citizens are still coming out with music. Uh, uh, Sing Team still does stuff every once in a while, but they've only written four uh, original songs. Now, of course, the main writer for that is also writing for Citizens and writing for Ghost Ship. So I mean, he's still getting original songs out there. But um, and it's good to see they're still all working together. Uh, King's Kaleidoscope, they, you know, they're all... Uh, the writers are all working together on the, on that album as well. I, I love, I've tried to listen to some of the more recent stuff from them as well, just to kind of get a handle on where they are now. Um, and so I, it's, it is good to see that they are all still kind of working together. Uh, I'm still, of course, devastated about Dustin Kendrew, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to know how you can come so close and yet so be so far away, but um, he obviously found somewhere else to go and uh, and I still pray for him to come back mm-hmm. yeah it's and a lot of the you know talking about how Mars Hill could be to some people just could could make you want to write a lot of these groups off but that's quite a standard to set for people you, you know working with tons and tons of people at a church Stuff like this could happen, and it's terribly sad when it does. But I don't think it's it's not honestly fair. I don't know of another word uh, to write off. You know, the sing team and ghost ship and all that. It, these are groups that, were, like you said, they're making music with great lyrics that were deep and rich in theology. Um, it's a shame 
like you were talking about how they would rival Bethel Hillsong. It's a shame that people today don't crave sound lyrics. They they crave the emotion. But one day, yeah. <laughs> hopefully that will turn in the other direction. And, and I have no problem saying this uh, with utmost confidence. The musical, like the musical quality that these guys are putting out was far superior than what you'll find at Hillsong mm-hmm. and Bethel, like where they stick to, you know, the same four <laughs> chords and, and easy, easy chord progressions and, and uh, meters and stuff. Um, Come Lord Jesus comes in five, four. That's a modern post song. God is good is it's got, uh, it's like four, 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 two, four. Four, 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 two, four. Like they throw in a half measure um, at the end of each verse to throw you off, and it's, and it's for it's for prosody. Uh, it's because of the the nature of the lyrics at that at that point in time. And then when they uh, write into the chorus, they they complete the measure, and it's right before they say God is good, and it's and it's to make you feel whole, and it's done really well. And so they are doing things with their music that is so far superior than what these other bands are doing. And the other bands are just trying to be ear candy and that's it. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just not satisfying. Mm-hmm. So if you're a music minister out there, listen to some Mars Hill stuff. Cause it's mm-hmm. good. Um, so we'll, that's what we'll, what we're planning on doing next few episodes. We're going to do an episode on citizens uh, we're going to do uh, an episode on uh, Ghost Ship, an episode on Modern Post, and an episode on Sing Team and some collaborations. So, because there's not enough Sing Team to work, just one episode, sadly. <laughs> Sing Team, if you're listening, write for music. Come where on, do where it. are you at? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, the other Brian E needs to get his game one and just write some other Sing <laughs> Team music. <laughs> And if you want to come on the show, um, call us up, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Please. Pretty please. <laughs> Cherry on top. Be cool. Cool. So is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we sign off? It's been a, it's a little, little bit early, I guess, or about an hour or so in. Uh, but I've, I've said more or less what I, what I think I have the energy to right. say. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't think I do. I think, like you said, what you said and, and you know, just reflecting on that and, and your response to that and trusting in God's sovereignty, man, uh, I don't, I can't add to that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, I do want to give a shout out to uh, some not the be people um, at FNH and at Israel. Yes. Um, they have a podcast called uh, the the official social podcast for Not the Bee, and uh, they gave us a shout out on their last episode, and uh, and also they are going to feature us in a future episode. So we're getting that date, uh, getting that I date hammered know. out. So we look forward to that. Uh, so thank you guys for extending that invitation to us. We look forward to it. Um, and so if you guys are listening on not the B, uh, just keep a lookout for that. And, uh, you know, also, uh, just thank you for, um, thank you for the good times. Thank you for the good times. Um, so I'm going to try out a new sign off. If you guys hate it, we can abandon this on the next episode. But I want to leave you all with a thought. C.S. Lewis had a character named Rabbit Ash. Tolkien had a character named Radagast. Do you feel like they shared notes? I have an inkling that they did. I think they did too. Probably so. There is a bomb in to make the wounded
Jesus is your friend. Did you lack knowledge? You'll never fail to win. There is a bone in Gilead to make the wounded old. There is a bone in Gilead to heal the Thank you for listening to the Balm and Gilead podcast. We love hearing from you, so email us at thereis at balmcast.com. We are a part of the Tech Reformation family of podcasts, and you can discuss our show and much more at slack.techreformation.com. We'll see you there. If you enjoyed the Balm and Gilead podcast, please encourage others to listen. We value your feedback. So rate, review, and recommend the show in your podcast app of choice. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Balm in Gilead podcast. <coughs> I'm still a little coffee. <coughs> You're just a little coffee? Is that like a tall? Yeah, right. I'm a tall. All right. I was going to uh, restart my recording, but I happened to record that, so I'm just keeping that in. Um <laughs> Swell in the music here. (laughs) Swell in the music.